Welcome to Going Off Track's 100th episode Spectacular. Thank you for being here. Man, we're stoked to be here. Uh, I'm Steven, and I'm going to bring out uh, my illustrious trio of awesome. Uh, please welcome, in no particular order, except I try to do it alphabetically, uh, our producer, Mr. Brad Goop. Hooray! Now, Brad was chastising me because he wants to play cues for when people come out, but if I introduced him, he wouldn't be able to play the cues. So you can retroactively introduce yourself via uh, musical interlude now. That's okay, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, uh, our delightful people's television producer, Mr. Michael Kanjemi. Come on out. Michael taking time out of his busy schedule, working to be here, which is great. And please put your hands together for the man, the heart of the show, Mr. Jonah Bear. All right, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to our show, for joining us. We have a delightful array of guests coming out. Um, uh, wow, 100 damn episodes. Dude, do you remember when Brad asked us to do a podcast three years ago and we didn't do it? Yes. Yeah, because we were the smartest people ever. Uh, Mike and Joan and I worked on a, a very fun television show that would still be on the air had not I decided to do an entire episode pretending to sleep. Um, <laughs> It's a true story. Yeah. Um, we did it because um, Jonah's nemesis, Chrissy Hind, was supposed to be on. And she had all these demands to be on the show, uh, one of which that uh, she's, she's super animal rightsy, which is, which is cool. We, we back that. You know, it's great. Um, I'm more animal welfare. Like, treat them nice, then slit them by the throat and hang them. But, you know, like, welfare. Uh, but she had all these Make rules. them work. Yeah, make them work for yeah. it. You know, it's whatever. That's what you I grew say. up on a farm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she had all these rules. Then at the last second, she was like, here's the CD. You need to listen to the record. This was like two hours before the show. And for the first time ever, and I think the last time, we saw Jonah Bayer angry. I'd never seen it before. Chris he stood up and hurled the CD across the bullpen at Fuse. Just chucked it, which would, makes it very hard to listen to once you hurl it. But it was just the angriest thing ever. And you were like, fuck this, fuck her, fuck the pretenders. <laughs> Our producer, Rob, wrote an email to me from her, like a fake email. And I thought it was really her. <laughs> I, was, I was like, now she's bugging me. And everyone's like, dude, that's not real. <laughs> and she has no idea who I am still. And she ended up not showing up. No, she ended up bailing. So we had no script, which was fine. We normally didn't have a script. Uh, but I was like, we're doing it. Well, let me just say, right. Stevens had this idea of doing this sleep episode for a long time. You were, you were really wanting to do it. And he looked at me and I was like, oh, no. And he goes, we're doing the sleep episode. <laughs> and I was like, we have no other choice, but I'm going to get fired. <laughs> like, you're not going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. And I was just like, I don't know. And then that's when our production management were like, what are you guys talking about? I was like, don't even just leave, leave the room. And, every, and we ended up. It was one of the best episodes I think we've ever done. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I yeah. wrote a script for it, and you were like, we don't need it. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. We had these beautiful camera moves to Stephen just on the couch in different positions sleeping, and then you just go to a video. And, and, <laughs> and, and, ha- and more than half of those cameramen and the stage manager, true story, now working on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. So who wins? I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, things not to talk about, because I wrote down for the 100th episode things I shouldn't bring up, um, and I started with my hemorrhoids, my enlarged prostate, don't embarrass your wife. <laughs> but she's not here. So it's cool. <laughs> so I didn't, uh, that, was, that was an awesome thing about turning 40. I was like, joy, 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 joy. Um, when bringing up hemorrhoids, no, I'm kidding, I'm not going to do that. Um, seriously, we have an awesome 
awesome lineup of guests, and there's no better way to bring them out than to start with the backbeat of the awesome Gaslight Anthem. Please bring up the incomparable Benny Horowitz. Yeah, march across the stage. Hey, what's Jersey. up, dude? <laughs> Are you carrying a knife? <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> no. It was a gift, and it's wound up on my keychain. It's called the... Oh, yeah, microphones. <laughs> Sorry. Someone dedicate the knife to you? The forest master. The forest master? Nice. My girlfriend got it to me. Really? Because I wish I lived in the forest. Really? I do. Why? It's a cement jungle out there, man. I hate it. Oh, really? Like, I know you're like... Um, I wouldn't expect... Do you like camping? Are you that kind of dude? I do like camping, but I talk about it way more than I do it. <laughs> because it's, like, it's I like... talk about doing it a lot, because I know that's like, you know, you're supposed to. I have like a beard. <laughs> so I'm supposed to know how to like... Uh, I do that with fishing. I do that shit. Fishing, I talk about fishing. Hey. <laughs> I didn't even look that side. Yeah, we're over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. By that definition, everyone in Brooklyn should be awesome at camping. That's true, actually. And, like, cooking meat. Well, not even cooking meat. Like, preparing meat from the animal, which is actually, like, that's proper hard if you've seen yeah. Into the Wild or something. No, no, no. But, like, he has to, you don't think about this, but you kill an animal and you're proper out in the wild, like, you can't go home. You got to do, like, all sorts of stuff to it to keep the meat good for, like, a while, you know? Wait, like, cure it and keep it out there and take the veins I mean, out? I don't know. I'm a 20-year vegetarian. I'm just so speculating. Just- <laughs> <laughs> all speculation. <laughs> but, I mean, we could look at I have my phone in my pocket. We could just... We could just Google it. Wikipedia. That's how we roll. Yeah. Uh, now, we were all talking about, like, one of this amazing array of guests we have for our 100th episode, and... Uh, we're slightly nervous. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. And Jonah apparently came up to you and, and I don't know, what did you say to him? To make I him was like, don't down? be nervous. He played with Springsteen for yeah. thousands of people. Which I thought was like a big <laughs> cop out on your part. Why I was that? like, I could use a little like. Like you're going like to be a great. boosting up. <laughs> yeah. And you were just like, yeah, fuck you. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that's what you needed. Just like tough love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Pop. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That is what he said, though, yes. What was it like playing with Springsteen? Was it like this? <laughs> it was pretty similar um, in the fact that I was nervous and I felt, I don't know, situations like, yeah, guys like the president. It fell out of my league, you know? <laughs> like, I'm back there. I'm like, look at this, like, schlep, like, <laughs> just, like, doing something so cool, you know? Were you but, always into Springsteen or...? No, not not <laughs> not really. I I mean, I grew up like pretty hard rock and like. No, me too. And I also get yeah. used to. I mean, I'm a Jersey guy as well, and I used to get a lot of. Uh, what do you mean you're not into Springsteen? I'm like, I'm not that I'm not yeah, into yeah. him. I just don't know. Maybe I have to listen to more of it. And then right. once I did, it's like okay, I get it. But all right, leave me alone. Yeah, like pretty much like new to hits. I yeah. think the first song I liked was like the Streets of Philadelphia. Okay, because oh, it's like, it powerful. Yeah. Um, but I, I have more of, like, an appreciation for that dude more than, like, knowing his music. That's... Mm-hmm. that's who who typifies, like, the Jersey band to you, then? I don't know. Aside from yours. Lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back that. Does anybody know that? Bouncing no, Souls. You know, bon, yeah, the souls. bon Jovi. And I'm yeah. a big hip-hop fan, and we have a rich hip-hop history mm-hmm. of, of, you know, Redman, yeah. Naughty by Nature, and Lauryn Hill, Queen Latifah, stuff like that. Frank, I mean, old Blue Eyes, 
his jersey. Frank Sinatra. That's pretty. Hip. <laughs> that's pretty. That's deep. That's deep hip. I didn't know. I was, I, mean, I was saying Justin Bieber. Yeah. He's from New Jersey. He is Canada. No, he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> you should, should we talk about him? Yeah. Talk, talk about Bieber. Yeah, yeah man. Let's whatever. Do it. I mean, he gets a lot of press, but he's here. How could we spin it to make this unique Bieber press? <laughs> I'd Should say we, we make up lies? I think we just, just give that, that poor, rich 19-year-old a break. You know, I, really? I can understand, like, smoking out a plane with mad weed smoke. Like, yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah. I, like, I've wondered what it would be like to have enough money to, like, rent out a plane and just do whatever the fuck you want on it. Like, <laughs> sounds cool. Like, how Tanaka just came to New York, like, pimping, you know? But, like, when I found out he was just, like, mean to the, yeah. to the flight attendant... You know, there's like one lady on there, like meant to help people out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's where you're a dick. You yeah, know? I like, didn't know he was mean to the flight attendant. Like, you got enough. I didn't like, delve that deep into the Huffington Post article. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so. you got enough money and weed to like smoke out an airplane. Like, good on you. Mm-hmm. But you don't gotta be like a dick to people. No, people, you should you know? share it and be nice and kind. They're just doing a job like anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's providing a service. Just- Bieber or the flight attendant? I'd say I say <laughs> definitely the flight attendant. Bieber, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> You don't like pop music? I do like pop music. I, I once got in an argument with the guy who wrote I Heart Huckabees about how he said The Clash wasn't a pop band. And I told him to go fuck himself in a loud bar. <laughs> well, do you feel like you're becoming like crabby? We're, I feel like we all start becoming like that crabby old guy like who hates like, ah, it's new, whatever. Like even at, when we did Warped so many times. And again, you go to Warped and we used to love the, the older bands on Warped. And then as you started going, you're like, mm, you know, like what did you guys think when you did it? Like... <laughs> You know, I, I, went through a, I went through an experience because I, I was trying hard to be, like, a self-righteous dude. You know, like, I spent the first couple days, like, talking shit, pretty much. Like, I was walking around watching some band who plays, like, nine sequential breakdown parts that have nothing to do with each other and shit like that. And I was like, yo, this, like, this is A music, these kids are clowns, blah, blah, blah. And then... I kind of started reflecting to, like, when I was a kid and, like, people used to talk shit to me about, like, like, I was into, like, Snapcase, which, like, all the Cro-Max dudes around New York and New Jersey were like, that's a fucking hardcore, bro, that's, like, metal, where y'all swinging your arms and doing kung fu, like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it's, like, Snapcase, they're awesome, you know? And they made me feel like shit about the music I like. So I thought about that when I was out there. I tried to be conscious about that i'm like you know whatever it is that fucking the devil wears prada is doing for these three thousand kids i clearly don't get it but is doing something for those kids they're getting some kind of release out of it the guys know how to play their instruments they just chose weird music to play <laughs> you know? so so i try not to like be that dude i don't want to be like the shitty old man who makes other people feel like shit about what they like you know there's always that fun uh, dividing. Lisa's here. Lisa Brownlee who runs the Warp Tour. Yeah, um, yeah. Lisa. Former, former podcast guest, Lisa, <laughs> star um, of Warped Roadies. Uh, War, star of Warped Roadies, correct? Um, there's always that that fun. Oh yeah, when, hey, she works for Bieber. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. Run, <laughs> you run Bieber's security, right? That's right. Holy shit! This is a missed yeah. opportunity. Do you want me to? You want me to get up? No, no. I need you to stay here and field questions. Um, what amazes me is like, just real quick, what is the length of the NDA you had to sign? Like, I got it on my phone. You want to take a look at it? I really, I would like to read it for the rest of the podcast, just to say 
Just say I had the balls to do that for the no more guests. I'm just gonna read Bieber's NDA. <laughs> Were you on the weed plane? No, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't on the weed plane. Okay. Uh, had you been there, he wouldn't have talked shit. Can you get us on that. the weed plane? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> now remember at the at the Warp Tour, the, there's like there's that dividing line of you know the the older bands and the younger bands crossing over. What side did you guys? Uh, old dudes for sure <laughs> pretty much the warp tour we were on we found like against me and the street dogs and formed this weird old man angry group <laughs> who like all these kids were out there having fun doing drugs meeting young women and we were all like just playing foosball and fucking pissed off <laughs> but credit to against me they are the best american kicker players that i've ever seen those guys you know, it's a rule if you're playing foosball. If you're down 7 nothing, you lose and you got to walk under the table. That's an against-me rule. you got to crawl under the table <laughs> if they get you 7 nothing. That's just their rule? Or it's that's... like a hazing NFL okay. locker room type deal, you know? <laughs> what do you mean? You have to crawl under the table? Yeah, you if you're to, down like, 7 nothing, walk. you just lose. I guess it depends on the height of the table. Limbo? Yeah. You I'm a big limbo guy. under the table? That would be the I limbo. can't make that. I don't have the <laughs> strength. A lot of those. Mm, wow, that's bizarre. But they're very good. I got to give them credit. <laughs> do they travel at their own table? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have a road case? Uh, yeah. I think yeah, so. baby. It has some. Or it's one of them foldable <laughs> ones. I forget how they, how they cruise it. You can make up anything. Who <laughs> oh, will not know? There's still a band. This could be fact checked. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a road case. Metallica used to carry a washer and dryer in a road case. Still do. All right. Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> We have confirmation. Jesse Johnson of Motion City Soundtrack, former podcast and, guest. That's the front row. That's how you get up front. You got to be on the show. Uh, I would just like, yeah, I would like to thank the half of the audience who was hasn't been on the podcast this year. <laughs> thank you for coming. Really appreciate it. Mark Beamer, what's up? Mark Beamer, sorry, third row podcast yeah. guest. First year back. We didn't know you were here. Oh gee. <laughs> I remember being in that that uh, on the war, on the warp tour that when you crossed the line and that was that circle and it was the bouncing souls. I remember sitting there and someone handed me a beer and I was it's a very chilly beer and apparently I guess my face exuded oh this is a cold beer and immediately Brian Keenan from the Souls pulled out a bouncing souls beer koozie from his back pocket went here you go bro <laughs> and I was like I'm in I'm in a whole new zone that I'm enjoying yeah. <laughs> And then we sat in a tour bus and watched Limo from NoFX's crew um, lip sync a song from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Limo's a beast, that yeah, guy. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> He's a road dog. True road, road dog, for sure. Um, what's going on with Spear Agnew? Nothing, actually, sadly. I wish something was happened. I don't have a funny anecdote. Damn. Um, just laziness or just nothing? Bass players in law school, guitar players doing some other... Just hard to get together, and it doesn't look like we're going to get together very often. But right. I recently saw Bottom Feeder, who are awesome. Benny's other band. Thanks. Oh, shit. That's fun. It's Different a- vibe, not as stony, but... <laughs> yeah. Are you guys still doing stuff? Are you? Yeah, yeah. The, the two of the guys in the band are from... Uh, they play in a band called Gates, who are starting to get really busy. They're doing a record and starting to tour a lot. And Well, they've done a couple records. They're an awesome band. So when they're busy, and now Gaslight's going to get busy in March, so not a lot of bottom feeder going on for a minute. Good to hear. That's crazy. You mentioned Gates. Someone emailed a fan of the podcast from, uh, from Europe. Said, you got to get this band Gates to come on the podcast. We should. The United Nations played a lot of shows with them on the way to Fest this year. They're really good. Yeah, one, of, awesome. one of my favorite bands. Probably, like, best 
young like jersey band around now, yeah. I think. Bass player used to work for me too. I used to be his boss. Not really? that I, not, yeah. I always want to bring stuff back to Jersey. I heard a uh, Jersey thing. It was happened in the I last podcast. I saw, I knew, I, I knew about the tattoo. I'm very, like, so. The, I'm that you got, guy. When you were in, <laughs> let's say when you guys were, when you were in New Brunswick, what, what did you do before, while you were in the band, but struggling, what did you do for work to like make cash? Uh, I actually quit a pretty decent job. I was like one of the few people who, I mean, maybe cause I'm Jewish, but I had a cushion. When I quit my <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I actually had a good job. I was a night production manager at the, the newspaper for, like, Rutgers, New Brunswick, the Daily Targum. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I was, like, one of, like, five or six salary non-student positions at that newspaper. Oh, that's awesome. So I worked, like, at night, like, getting the last of the paper, the edits and advertisements together and getting it off to press. That was my job. Yeah, sounds ridiculously. It sounds like a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it was actually for someone who like I didn't go to Rutgers, I didn't study that at all. I have twenty something college credits to my name, but um, it was a good job for me, you know. And uh, actually, uh, Brian Fallon worked for me for a minute. Um, a couple of guys from Gates, Corey from like Let Me Run. That office for some reason has turned into like a like a punk rock office for the last like twenty years, like. Guys who are in the scene always take the jobs at that newspaper. It's a weird thing. And I was one of them for a while. But I also, you had off in the summer, I would deliver pizza every summer and double up on dough. <laughs> All right. Wait, so, so that, double on Tondra. Uh, New Brunswick's tough. All right. So being a. Stop it. That was so Princeton of you. But, but seriously, like, <laughs> pizza delivery, it would be hard around New Brunswick getting around. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, it's the worst. I had a loading zone permit. So you were and, able to, all right. And I Explain, some, yeah, it's really tough to get well, around. Well, I had yeah. some worked out with a couple of parking dudes, too. <laughs> like, there's a couple guys. There's one dude I'll know. I, don't, I never knew his name, but he was, like, Puerto Rican dude with fronts who was, like, a parking authority guy. Right. And, like, the first time he came in the shop, I hooked him up with two slices. He's like, he's like, you sure? I'm like, yo, you see that, like, gold Corolla outside? <laughs> like, that's me, you know? That's me. And we had this funny thing where, like, I'd see him around town. He'd be lurking around the corner. I'm like, yeah. I'd show him, like, my shit. He'd be like, I got you, you know? Yeah. So, so had it kind of locked down. But I got a lot of tickets and stuff, too. You got to be aggressive as a, you know. As a delivery driver anywhere, I guess. Yeah, I did know how to circumnavigate New Brunswick without making a left-hand turn. It's nearly impossible. Much. That's impossible. No lights. Yeah, no, that's impossible. I have never been able to do that. You just got to go through the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so stuff going on with Gaslight in March, and then that means just all work for you. Yeah, well, not work. I play music for a living. Um, so it's not like real work. You gave the best advice on our show about how to be a drummer, and it made Brad so happy... Yeah, and how and he's brought it up several times on subsequent podcasts. <laughs> Got to remind me. I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, I gave you a nugget. Listen, a real nugget. <laughs> just listen, listen. To just the music. <clears throat> oh, drummers don't usually <laughs> listen. Maybe because they're deaf or dumb. I don't know. Uh, it's always the pride thing with drummers. I yeah. think mm-hmm. they just they're upset about being in the back. Yeah. yeah, you know, any man, like, you work really hard, you see a bunch of people get more attention than you, it would probably bother some men. Does it bother you? You know, I'm not going to sit here and completely bullshit you, because most people probably would. There's, like, a tiny bit, you okay. know what I mean? There's, yeah. like, a drummer thing where, like, you wonder huh? what I would do with that soapbox. <laughs> <or some shit. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like, 
the other like 80 90 of it like i'm straight like being back there i like i like like being the dude in the back kind of you know it like it's easier for me i could just be like chilling be high i don't have to be like some like voice for something like i can kind of say whatever the fuck i want and it doesn't make you don't a difference. have to come up with witty repertoire yeah well, and I don't have to be the guy, like, because when people from labels meet the band or something, you know, they yeah. have to say hi to me, like, legally. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> they don't really give a fuck, you know. <laughs> to them, I'm, I'm interchangeable as fuck, you know. So that's, like, how it is. Well, we're stoked to have you here. Thank you so much for joining Dang, us. I'm on really happy. Oh, wait, I have to give him yeah. his present. I forgot. Oh, yes, Ooh. yes. I got oh, wait, you. we were going to do this thing. Uh, long story short. Bloomies, huh? Wait, it's our 100th episode. 100th episode. And uh, What's my... I had I just moved into a house. Well, you I can tell tell them what happened while I have to yeah, find his present. Hold on. Just yeah, you, Stephen, can you explain what happened? Mike's hot water heater exploded um, because he decided to leave Montclair, and Montclair was angry. So uh, he wrapped a whole bunch of gifts of things he found in this his basement. This is, stuff, this is stuff from this is like stuff I salvaged out of my basement. Uh, but I figured we are not like Oprah who can give you like a car. But we have, don't have the budget. But this could be at least cool for you guys. This is cool. This is, stuff this is stuff I salvaged out of my basement. It's a blockbuster, blockbuster DVD of the uh, of Big, Wait, Lebowski. Big Lebowski that I never returned. <laughs> but it, that's a lot of late fees on that motherfucker. It's expensive. Oh, that's so so don't, it's not cheap, and it's from Lynnhurst, New Jersey, where I rented it, where my wife and it's where a five-day rental. It's a, it's a it's a piece of history, and I hope you. I know you'd appreciate it because it yeah, says jurors on it. That's too stuff. fucking funny. I used to work at a video store too. So and then this one is everywhere, dude. Yeah. I this told you I had mad jobs, man. This is not necessarily stuff people are going to use, but they are going to love. It's is my Bon Jovi it. New Jersey cassette New Jersey tape. Thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it meant something special. That's and, yeah. awesome. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Oh, that's so punk. Benny, coming. thank you for joining us. Benny Horowitz, ladies and gentlemen. You can exit stage right. Yay! All right. Uh, please welcome to the stage. She's going to be performing later. She wasn't going to be here before, but something happened, and now she can arrive. We are very happy to have her. Please welcome Laura Stevenson. Yeah. Yay! Hello. Mike, Laura, Laura, Mike. Hello. Oh, we're very happy to have you here. Um, the last time we had you here, you had long, luxurious locks, and oh, this yeah. haircut is divine upon you. Oh, thank you. I've been looking at uh, websites on how to gracefully grow it out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> how, long, how long has it been this short? Uh, since July. Oh, wow. Right on. Yeah. What do the websites say about doing it gracefully? Um, there's a lot of, like, little, like, it kind of, like, makes you look like when people want you to know their baby is a girl. Like all the things that are like headband. Like I'm unaware bands, of this, and I have earrings. two girls. <laughs> you know, oh, that whole I get it. Thing. The kid's hair is too short, and you can't tell it's a girl. Yeah, you know what so to say. I'll like wear earrings and like a headband, and then I feel like I just look Pink. like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steven, you don't get pissed. Like somebody, uh, we've had like my daughter's hair is just coming in. She's two, and she like someone will be like at a store and be like. Hey, your boy. And she's in, like, literally, a, it's a girl shirt and, like, hearts and pink. And someone would be like, your boy, listen, nice dude, your boy. And I'm like, my fucking daughter. Like, you get pissed. You know? <laughs> so you want to, like, put shit in. She doesn't look like wearing the stuff in her hair. No one likes wearing the things. <laughs> yeah, you don't want, yeah, it's, it's the battle. It's going to be a that. whole future of that for, like, the next year if I plan on going through with this grow out. So, so what <laughs> Pretty <occurred>? boring. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. Okay, great. There are hair care professionals in the audience. I can vouch for one of them. <laughs> 
what occurred that I mean it was it was it was an awful tease. You're gonna be here and you're gonna perform and we were stoked and then you were like, Nope, and then we wept. <laughs> and then but now you can perform again, so I hope it wasn't too dismal a, a cancellation for no, you. No, I'm I'm happy to be here. We were gonna play a college. We just moved upstate, so college. we're living yeah. And the college shows here's the thing with college shows. They give you a lot of money, so you're like, sweet, but it, you're also dealing with an 18-year-old who's like, come play my college, I'll give you like a million dollars. They never do. That's how they all talk. And like a week before the show, they're like, oh, I didn't get funding, I forgot to send emails because I'm 18. So that's what happens. Yeah. So that's basically what happened. But You didn't drive all the way up there and figure it out, though. No, no, we live like seven miles from the campus. We just moved up to Rosendale. New York, which I'm, is a big I'm unfamiliar. hike. It's like right near New Paltz. It's like in the Hudson Valley, like right okay. off the throughway. But yeah, so it's like definitely a big change from living in Bushwick, but it's I nice so far. What What's your typical day like in Rosendale? Do you just like play guitar? and? You want to really know? Yeah, I All do. Right. Hold on. I wake wait up. a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Go. I wake up. I take out my mouth guard. <laughs> Are you a grinder? Do you grind your teeth? You I, really grind I swear to God, I have yeah. to wear it. It's the worst. Yeah. And they're expensive. You can't no. lose those. No, I've lost them. I, not Me only too. that, I boiled one to begin with to like clean it once because I dropped it. Oh, and you I melted OCD, it. And then, yeah, and I melted yeah, it. And then, <laughs> you dropped it because it. you have OCD? No, I dropped it and then I had to clean it because I dropped it. Just pour some gross. mouthwash. Yeah, That's what gross. I do. I did that and then they told me not to do the mouthwash. Let's we could do this another place. Oh, your mouth. What are you guys Don't worry about it. Why is my mic on? Anyway. You remove your mouth guard. I remove the mouth guard. I remove the earplugs because there's birds now. There's birds outside my window and I can't sleep. So I have earplugs too. I have like a whole situation. And it's very also very cold. And it's oil heat, so we have to keep refilling the oil heater and that's very expensive, so we keep it on like 55. What was the impetus to leave? Warm, no birds. I don't know what happened. Well, because, well, I didn't really expect this winter to be like this. So I was like, like, everything's going to be great. I'm going to be like, uh, I don't know, like a country living, get down to my roots, not watch so much TV. But I'll I'll wake up and then, you know, after the earplugs come out and everything and I go downstairs, I put on like Downton Abbey or whatever. I have my boyfriend download (laughs) me for me the the night before and I just watch all the shows. And that's how the day you starts. You start your day with Downton Abbey? <laughs> well, I'm on, I'm on episode nine now. That's a way to begin. So, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And I don't really even watch it. I'm like on my phone and it's on in the background. And then maybe I'll have breakfast later. But it's, yeah, that's pretty much, that's been like the past like four months. <laughs> There's no children in this scenario, right? Oh, no, no, no. And that is delightful. Yeah. It's a right, wonderful well. day. <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't go outside. <laughs> no livestock. But yeah, maybe like eventually I'll start going outside. Do you have land? Do you have acreage? Is there gardening um, pending? We got like a backyard, but it's so much snow, can't even look no. at it. Well, now, no, I didn't imply, but. No, but yeah. And apparently there's some trails you could walk on, so maybe that'll happen later. <laughs> When everything melts. But right now, I'm just, like, snowed in. Apparently, and... you had the worst real estate person ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> you can make them if you stomp hard enough. That'll be $400,000. You can see your breath in the kitchen. You can, because it's very cold in there. But the rest of the house is, like, medium Were you freezing. aware of the process of having oil heat? By the way, this is where it gets sexy. Uh, yeah, like my that? hot water heater exploded. Yeah, nobody yes. cares. But it's, you know, light some knock chomp and remove oh, the panties, goodness. folks. No one, tell, no one tells you that. When I didn't know, I thought when a hot water heater stopped working, it just like the shit's 
cold and it's not working. And then they're like, no, it explodes. And then you're, all your shit is going underwater. Yeah. That's insane. And then you can give it away to people at your podcast. Well, that's the good part. It's better to get. Um, Sounds so, good uh, to me. To, is, uh, so is songwriting happening right up there? Was that why you moved up to this, this lonely mm. hermitage? Yeah, well, also it's like so much cheaper. And uh, I was getting kind of like crazy living in Bushwick. And I always stepped in poop and I was tired of it. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get anyone to leave. Yeah, I have so stepped much in poop. enough feces. So much poop. And I lived in like a loft building. It was kind of like the McKibben lofts. Remember the McKibben lofts? So that was like everybody had bed bugs and there's shows all the time. And that's kind of like the building I lived in. Did you have bed bugs? No, thank God. But it's the first thing that came up in, in Google was like Tea Factory. That was the name of the loft building. Bed bugs. That's the first thing that came up. But that's kind of what happens with all hotels in New York. Um, uh, so are you writing some uplifting music up there? Um, no, no. It's all really bleak. Yeah. I haven't really seen the sun, so I've got a lot of just like actual, just natural depression on top of just whatever situational I had before that. It's not good, but well, it'll be fine, I think, probably later. What was the situational depression that inspired the songwriting? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. You listen to the songs, they're terrible. I mean, nice little melodies, but it's, it's pretty sad. Not, I'm not selling it. No. I'll play later. You it's guys will see. <laughs> compliment drug. You've heard America. Fuck you. I've heard your record. Like, Dan Ozzy, Dan is here. Dan, where are you? Wave your arms. I mean, he said, like, your record of 2013 was, like, the most punk album. And, and then he just said, and not even... Jonah. What? I stole that line from Jonah. Oh, then Jonah Bayer said, Laura Steve says the most <laughs> punk album. Thanks, we, both, we both said that, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I mean, was that... How do you respond to such a thing? Punk. How do I respond to punk? I don't know. I grew up in punk, so I, that's really, like, all I know. But I kind of... I feel like I disappoint maybe fans of, like other bands I've been in that are like, oh, what does her band sound like that she's doing herself? And it's not punk, but, like, I think that the spirit's there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Real anti, like, happiness. <laughs> are you are you pro-conspiracy? Because I, I did read that you said something about not believing uh, in the moon landing. Well, I don't know. I like, listen, I'm a huge space nerd, and I'm a huge, but I like to hear every, I'm also a conspiracy theory nerd, so what's your... I can't back it up with any, like, passioned argument like i have like really nothing that i'm letting that ride on i'm just like yeah probably not i don't know <laughs> i'll say whatever <laughs> whatever i'm thinking but i really do think uh i don't know i watched well i watched room 237 that was the movie about the shining right it was room 237 did you guys mm-hmm. see that yeah. and then i was just like super convinced after i saw that movie and then well, i started Coop, reading Coop, a lot of Stanley shitty... Cooper directed yeah directed the moon landing right yeah and so then I started reading a lot of, like, crazy conspiracy theorist blogs about it, and I got pretty convinced, as you do when you read crazy conspiracy theorist blogs about anything. Because everything on the internet is authenticated. So you're very influenced yeah. by what oh, you see. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm, like, super influenced by anything crazy. <laughs> I, I just learned that, uh, it's a true story, that Buzz Aldrin uh, was accosted by a man who was a, a moon-landing cons- conspiracy theorist. He insisted that, that, that it was all faked, and he was running around with a Bible, and he was going up to random astronauts and saying, I need you to swear on this Bible that you landed on the moon. And, and a friend of mine is, is a big, uh, it's true, uh, is, a, is, a, is a big uh, space nerd. He collects, like, astronaut um, autographs. I'm right and, here. I know, I know. <laughs> no, not, not you. <laughs> this guy, like, he, like, donates to the Dulles uh, Space Museum out, out in Dulles, part of the Smithsonian. And um, 
he, I said, is it true that Buzz Aldrin was accosted by this guy? And he said, not only is it true, this guy ran up to Buzz Aldrin, and however old he is now, and said, I need you to swear in this Bible. And Buzz Aldrin reared back and punched him square in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Which, whether he landed or not, is pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. <clears throat> all right, maybe I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> really. Uh, what makes a good band name? Because the Cans is a good band name because it confused me. Because I was like, oh, Cans, that's interesting. Yeah, and you're no, like, it's no, a terrible as... band name. <laughs> well, no, you were like, as in Can Do. And I was like, oh, shit, now I feel dumb. No, it's a terrible band name. I'm phasing it out, but it just keeps creeping back. Really? Can't get rid of it. How do you yeah. phase out a band name? You can't, because if you're uncomfortable all the time, like I am, then you don't know how to say, like, this is me and my friends, and this is what we call ourselves, because... I think band names in general are just, like, awkward and embarrassing because, like, naming something is weird. Mm-hmm. Not true? No, trust me. We went through a couple of different You have to name versions. your child. That was, well, that's easy. You just let the mom do it. That's oh, fucking... okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just have, like, a hard time being, like, this is this. I have a hard time saying my name in the band name. That's also, really? like, super awkward. The Stephen part? That's a terrible. It's the Stephen part, yeah. Fucking Mainly. lame. I just Ugh. see you. Really? <laughs> oh. Every time I say my last name. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I hate the word the cans. I wish it was not part of it, but I can't not say it when we're playing, so I don't know what's going to happen. How does the rest of the band feel? Oh, they don't care. There's one here. They don't have to say anything. There's one. Mm-hmm. one How do you can. feel about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say that now, dozens of people are listening right now. I, I think it would be weird if she said, we are Laura Stevens. I've tried uh, that. It doesn't work. Making yourself a collective? Yeah. I, I completely back that. Doesn't more work of that. out. <laughs> we are Laura. Holy shit. Anyone can be. Yeah. <laughs> think about that. You just have to live in a place with bad heating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But no bed bugs. Bed bugs gone. No bed bugs. Yeah. No fear of bed bugs up there, but... You know, I don't know. I'm still not going to pick up furniture from the side of the road. No. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from having the most punk record of 2013, what are you shooting for in 2014? Like more hardcore or <laughs> Yeah, skiffle? probably. Probably. Um, industrial. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like how so? Uh, just a lot of jackhammers okay. and stuff like that. Like Einsterzende. Laura yeah. Einsterzende and Das mm-hmm. Cans. And Das Cans. That's post-industrial. Yeah. Oh, oh is it? the jackhammers are post. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, Fucking yeah. Nerd. <laughs> Why would you shatter her dreams right now? <laughs> no, we're going on tour with Against Me uh, in like two weeks, and that's going to be happening. And then we're going to Europe, and then I guess recording a new album. It's a lot of Laura on that tour. It's going to be a lot of Laura, and Laura has challenged me to an arm wrestling match to decide who is the truest Laura of all. So don't take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been doing push ups and stuff. I'm getting ready. Yeah. Wow. It's now go uh, down. going on tour against me, would you guys ever want to do something together? Well I would like to hear that. Uh I've been thinking I didn't run this by anybody, but uh now's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to the song One Headlight the other day by the Wallflowers and I was like, Wow, this is pretty much the perfect song. I'll take the first verse. Laura <laughs> I'll take I mean I'm, and I've got it all mapped out. It's so hopefully song. that'll happen like supergroup thing on the tour. I don't know what she's gonna the say. The cans and against me doing one headlight. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And our yeah. and our keyboard player has like a perfect organ sound for that like sweet mellotron. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm really excited <laughs> about it. Don't te- this is amazing. I do love that song. You know when they played that on the Grammys Fantastic. years and years ago, Springsteen asked to sing that with Jacob Dylan. Really? And came on and oh, I gotta performed. see that. Video. You could YouTube it. Yeah, I'm gonna. There's Wi-Fi here. We can do it now. 
It really is the perfect song, I think. When that when the organ comes in, mm-hmm. nothing better than that. But why would he be a songwriter if your dad's Bob Dylan? Like, why do you know, it's anything kind of scary. else? Join yeah. a union. <laughs> but he's good, and he's dreamier, I'd say, than Bob. Well, can I say that? Yeah, I, I think we know it. I don't <laughs> think you have to say it. That's really dreamy. That's why I became a songwriter. Yeah, the poetry is in his eyes. You don't really have to think about the words uh, so much. Let's list all his other hits. Uh, one, two, three, Marlena's. Uh, what's the other one on that record? The first, second, and third. I think like up till track five. It's super awesome. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. That that's the first one. Awesome. That's a really good record until like track like six. <laughs> Falls off. The wallflowers portion of the podcast is begun. <laughs> Get your drinks now. <laughs> How am I doing? Am I good You're at this? Doing awesome. okay. <laughs> you don't need to be good. It's a podcast. Okay, great. Um, um, so Cans uh, going on tour, and then when you say you're going to record, are the songs ready? Do you have them ready, or do you record? Or do you like to write on the road? Are you inspired from touring? No, I can't write. All right, on the next road. question. <laughs> Uh, yes, and um, no, no, I'm actually terrible. I was trying to continue the conversation by giving you a yes and, but no, I'm, shutting, you I'm cutting a, you off at the knees. Because you took a class at the UCB? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's okay. Harold, it's okay. all the time. <laughs> Steven did a bunch of, I did some, Steven did some. Oh, yeah, I know, you were telling me about that. Yeah. We did, we, we, we improv it up and obviously succeeded. <laughs> yes. Did very, yeah, very well. Really well. <laughs> you got run off. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do you mean? They chased you, they chased you off stage. How did I get run up? <laughs> we both took like two, three levels and we're like, this is hard. Yeah, I wasn't really, I don't know. I wasn't, I like being behind the scenes more. Mm. <laughs> As I say, up on stage, totally. It seems pretty Clearly. terrifying. That's why I don't really talk between songs or if I do, I start talking about like what I ate that day or like how I'm doing gastrointestinally, like to an audience of strangers. So I kind of just try to keep it. Songs. It's funny though, as an audience member, it's always really funny. Uh, well, I'm glad it is. <laughs> well, don't don't hold back. How's the regularity? Um, you know, it when someone new is introduced into my environment, it'll be days. Really? Without? Yeah. This is not. This is not. A, this is not a small club. Yeah. Um, if we have like a visitor come stay with us, it's not gonna happen. No. 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 Mm-mm. That's weird. It doesn't matter about the coffee or the fiber, right? Nothing. You can metamucil the fuck out of that until they leave the house. Yeah, no. Also, I quit, I quit coffee <laughs> six days ago. How are you doing? Not good. No. <laughs> no. It only takes two to get it out of your system. That's what I hear, but I've been doing tea, so I'm like, caffeine's still in, but like, it's just nothing. And I went into Starbucks today, and it was like... Smells good. Torturous. In there. Oh, it <laughs> smells pretty good in there. But yeah, I'm just doing Lipton's, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. What helps me is like a anxiety and depression <laughs> helps me, oh, yeah. or stress. Uh, all of that together helps me. Be that regular. keeps the heart. Yeah, the regular. Heart rate up? Yes, oh, regular. That helps like, with the regular. Like in the morning, where I'm like, eh, "Am I?" Uh, I start thinking about things, and I'm like, "Now, yep, now it's time. Time to go." <laughs> I've heard Downton Abbey in the morning is a good way to get the bowels. That's what I was yeah. hoping. That's kind that of why I do it every one, morning. Yeah. After that, it's Downton Abbey, yeah. and then I <laughs> Maggie Smith and an unlikely character death. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What? Should a launch? What? Wait a second. Does she I don't die? Wa- I don't watch the show. I'm oh, just assuming. Jesus, is that the last episode of the last season? I'm, I'm sure. halfway through. I don't watch it. the fucking show. I, don't I watch knew the- she had. I'm literally goodness. making this up, guys. This oh, is really? not what happened. I think all British okay. people die on the show. <laughs> she doesn't die. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right, sweet. 
She good. can't die because she has to leave her other job running Hogwarts. Oh, yes. She's my favorite part of that show. She's fantastic. Of course. Old British ladies, they're mm. awesome. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good dame? It's true. Well, she's a dowager countess, if you want to get technical. Ah, but yes. Sure. Dowager. <laughs> delightful. Yeah. Uh, you are beyond delightful. Thank Aww, you so much for joining well, us. We look forward you. to you singing later today. Right. I have uh, to give her her Oprah evening. gift. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Oprah gift time. Thank you, Oprah guys. Gift. You get a rap thing. These are supposed to be you under your chair. Thing. It's so not Oprah because you're it's supposed to be under, under your chair. That's the reason why it's not Oprah. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, this is totally Oprah. You each get, everyone got two. So, yeah, that's your do first I one. Do I get a VHS from Blockbuster? I do. <laughs> All right, that's the only other Blockbuster. I didn't return oh Monster goodness. Squad, but that's amazing. It's I my favorite movie. Squad. I knew you would. Uh, it's uh, my, one of my thank favorite you movies. so much. <laughs> and then you also oh. get this as well. Oh, it's wow. not this weird or anything. Yeah, there is nothing not like candy. visual shit on a podcast. <laughs> I know it's the best. I do it every it's podcast, every live podcast. I'll do something visual. It's a gold. It's really oh. wrapped up. It's a drumstick that Courtney loved through off stage. I feel. I feel like you would love her. I do. Do you love seriously? Yeah. It was at a whole show. At one point, oh I thought I was going to make artwork out of shit people threw off stages, and then that was too much work. So I. This Thank is, you. You don't know. I love her. I, I wrote this on there awesome. the date of the show. It's the <gasps> whole and the date of the show. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Miss World, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. Damn, man. You're making the rest of us look like dicks. Yeah. I came up yeah. with it. When my for hot water heater explodes, you go into like a deep depression, and then that's what I figured I could make. Good. Right, I got like a I box can, of T-shirts in the back. We're gonna throw out the whole crowd when we're done. So boom, I'm cool too. I could bring. I could bring. I didn't know honestly that that was gonna go over. That it's really not. You know, it's a VHS of the Monster Squad that I didn't return either from that's Black Monster. Cool. People don't. Were, know you, that were is. you so psyched when they went out of business? Yeah, for real. <laughs> I had a lot. No, but they were like, "How about this late fee?" I was like, "The one I'll never pay." <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> They're going to go out of business eventually. You made yeah. him go out of business. Dude. Our next guest <laughs> is very psyched to find out what he's going to get from Mike Canjemi. He's also playing later today. Uh, please welcome Chris Farron from Fake Problems. Yay! Yay! You want your gift now? Of course. <laughs> no, you don't get it. Shut up. You want to change uh, it? No, I think we should do it at the... Or, I don't uh, know. You could change it up. It's supposed to be under the chair. I should have been doing it. Don't that. shut up. It'll be go fine. Ahead, continue. Okay. It's uh, under your chair. So when Laura couldn't make it, she immediately said, oh, my God, but Chris is in town. And we're like, please, yes, get him here. So thank you very much for joining here us. Here I am. Thank you for having me. Yeah. No. And where were you coming here from? Florida. Sunny uh, Florida. Oh. Woo, woo. No snow ever. No. Uh, now, what part of Florida? Naples, Florida. Is that in the top? It's to the bottom. Okay. All the way at the bottom. I'm unsure of geography. Yeah. Um, Me too. No, but you know where you are now. <laughs> and you've uh, been here all week. How are you enjoying it? Great. Love yeah. it. Love New York. What's it feel like to have... <laughs> period. we've never met before. <laughs> What's it feel like to have a t-shirt you made be pulled out on The Tonight Show? Uh, it was very scary, and I, and I, uh, and I loved it also. Had you, had, Can you, you have, explain that yeah, maybe to people? A little who, backstory. So I made a shirt that says The Smiths on it, and then it has a picture of Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, Jaden Smith, <laughs> and uh, Willow Smith. Um, and then... Two, three nights ago, four nights ago, Monday, on The Tonight Show, I was just watching it, and Will Smith was on it, and I was like, wouldn't it be fucking cool if he, <laughs> he came out with the shirt on or something? And so I'm just watching it in bed, and then Jimmy Fallon pulls out a regular Smith's shirt, and then I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> this is crazy. And then pulled out the shirt that I made. 
And uh, I was just like, my girlfriend was asleep next to me, and I'm just staring at the screen like, oh, my God. And then one of my friends, my friend Jeff, called me, and uh, I don't even remember if we had a conversation or anything. I'm just, like, still just staring at it. And then, like, I got the most text messages I've ever gotten. <laughs> which was the goal. Yeah, and then a lot of uh, PayPal notifications, oh, which yeah. is really cool. <laughs> nice. The ironic T-shirt of the year is here. Yeah. What was your inspiration for doing it in the first place? Um, I just, uh, I made, like, a tweet that was just, it just said the Smiths with a picture of them, and I was like, that's funny. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, and then I was like, maybe I should do that on a shirt. And then, like, every idea I've ever had, I go, no, you're an idiot. Don't do that. <laughs> and then I, I uh, had some conversations with my therapist and uh, decided to actually do it. And uh, there you go. Wait, go back. So <laughs> you're in therapy. Yeah. Which I applaud. I, I yeah. go weekly. Uh, sometimes via FaceTime. Ooh. And uh, you discuss this T-shirt idea with your therapist? Yeah, why not? No, it's, no, they can't legally take the rights from it. I understand that. <laughs> Where they, like, the like believe person. in yourself, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. She's like my little coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make a Will Smith family t-shirt, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Adam was showing me the other day the blankets. Oh, yeah. I'm in, like, a blanket war with some of my friends. Um, my friends in this band, Modern Baseball, made a blanket of just one of my Instagram pictures of myself and, uh, and sent it to me. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like one of them holding it. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then I made a blanket of him holding the blanket of me. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so then, the ball's and, in and their court. The, that is incredible. Have they made one of... A blanket of them you hold not, I don't even not know. Not yet, not yet. I don't yeah. know. They say, oh, we're coming back real strong, so. <laughs> wow. I, I thought I was buzzed, but now I'm feeling like I'm a little bit on acid. Yeah. <laughs> blanket wars will do that. How does, how does one construct a blanket? Like Walmart.com. <laughs> what? 40 bucks, Walmart.com. <laughs> it's Walmart? Yeah, baby. It's only 40 bucks? <laughs> yeah, 40 40 To make a 40 blanket bones. of a blanket? You're, yeah. You're supporting Whoa. evil with kitsch? <laughs> <laughs> we can bleep out Walmart. <laughs> okay. Wow. And then it's like five bucks for shipping or ten bucks for express shipping, and I always get express shipping. Because yeah. I'm like, I want to see this immediately right now. Because yeah. you're yeah. cold. Because who needs health insurance? Um, wow. Okay, so uh, then you took your Smith shirt and created a, another one. Oh, yeah. And then I also... It was like a... So I felt pretty good about myself for like a week. And uh, so I made a shirt... It's a great therapist, by the way. <laughs> I made a, sh a, a shirt of a picture of me wearing the Smith shirt. And I, and I sell those on my website as well. <laughs> and it says Chris Farron on top the same way it says the Smiths on top of the other one. And what do you, what do you call that shirt? Oh, the... Uh, Thank you, Brian. Chris Farron Inception shirt. And then I got another one coming that my friend Dan Ozzy made that says Chris Farron in the black flag font, and it's just me four times <laughs> like the black flag bars. I'll put me down. I want one of those. That's amazing. That's a great shirt. 
You know, it'd be awesome if everybody can get one of those of themselves too. You'd be yeah. like, maybe that's the. Way oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm in. I'm here for ideas. Yeah, that's thank you. You. Uh, got, did, you can keep. Uh, it. You're like his therapist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, uh, this fucking some cyclical shit. Dan Yemen from Painted Black and Lifetime, who is a goddamn therapist. Um, he has a black flag shirt. Beamer, back me up. It's a uh, black flag, but it's the. Um, it's the Louis Vuitton symbols inside it. <laughs> Probably the greatest black flag shirt ever made. That's awesome. Um, that's how I kill a mood. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, you have a lot of photos of you with punk celebs. Yep. Um, it's kind of your thing. Who's mm-hmm. your, who, what are you most proud of? As far as, like, punk celebs, I guess Chuck Reagan would be, like, the yeah. holy grail of most punk celeb person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have, like, regular celebs, but... You have a very loose definition core. of celebs, I think, which whoa, I like. Whoa, 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 <laughs> Maybe not, so. not Chuck, but I mean. You guys realize <laughs> like that if me. we ever do get Chuck on the podcast, it will be the end of the podcast. Yeah, we talk about so This is so like much. a theme. We always talk about that, him. No, no, yeah. We did talk a lot about Chuck. Because we've all met him at one point and been like, <laughs> 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 and he goes, what? And he's awesome. He's amazing. <laughs> uh, who are some non-celebs you've had pictures with? Non-celebs. Well, so, I mean, you just... You, I think they're all celebs. Oh, okay, then who are they? I like, I like mm. your inclusive. Yeah, I'm trying to think of probably the... I don't want to, like, call out who the least famous person I've ever taken <laughs> a picture That's a really of, fucked like, up question, yeah. I guess. <laughs> We're right here. Well, I was, I was following up. Oh, with I took like, a picture with my mom. Uh, here's a pic of me with dear friend and mother to the stars, Peggy Farron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I adore that. That's delightful. Yeah. Your, what's your mom like? She sounds awesome. She's great. Her name's Peggy Farron, and she's my mom. Nice. <laughs> she's my mommy. Yeah, it, she's it, cool. That's the best business card you could give her for Christmas, by the way. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you working on here? Just demoing stuff? I'm or? making like a, an EP with my friend Jeff Rosenstock from Bomb the Music Industry right there. Cool guy. Yeah, we're just making like a cool power pop weasery EP together. How about the podcast? Oh. <laughs> and we also are starting a podcast to, or have started a podcast together. Hold on. I want to make sure I edit this right. <laughs> Called Back to the Island. And it's just us. We watch a, just a random episode of Lost. We, we were like super into Lost before. And then like everybody, like mortified at the ending. And so now we're just re-watching it all out of order and just talking about it. So the first episode is just me and him going, what is that guy? He's, uh, how does it, uh, what happens later? This is the best idea I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. And then this once, is what Steven wanted to do with this podcast before I came on board. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of what it is a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so how angry were you? Oh, so angry. So, so, so we were recording. What's worse, the finale of House or the finale of Lost? I don't know. Mm. I've never seen Who House. Said, oh. House. House? House. <laughs> oh, no. House um, had a finale? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thought that show was still on, to be honest. <laughs> I did too. I was so upset. We were recording. I got into fights with friends about it. Oh, yeah. We were recording. I had a shirt on that said, I am so excited for Lost <laughs> when I was watching it. <laughs> and then. And then I was like, oh, my fucking God. And then uh, uh, my friend Casey, we were all so pissed off. And he, like, took my shirt and he wrote sucks on the bottom of it. (laughs) So it says, I I am so excited for lost sucks on my shirt. It makes no sense, but it's still right. (laughs) Yeah. It was a big bummer. Bummer. God, it was such a bummer. Yeah, it stunk. 
I got into like a fight with a friend of mine who then said something that was a quote from the episode and I thought he was making fun of me and then we got into this big, he's like one of my best friends in the world. So I can't believe you'd bring this to Twitter and I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this. This is so stupid. It's a TV show. <laughs> God, I was angry. Yeah, it was, it was a bummer. So uh, when does the podcast begin? Oh. Wednesdays at 9 like Lost. Yeah, well, Wednesdays right at 9 like Lost. <laughs> Wednesdays at 9 like Lost. So will your finale suck? <laughs> No, it'll yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta say true. Yeah. <laughs> what could they have done to make it better? More Claire, I think. More Not Claire. made it. Oh, it was a. Uh, they're all dead. Yeah. Just done anything else but that. <laughs> I think they got in too deep. Like, yeah. I don't think well, there's any way they they were introducing characters. They should have been wrapping stuff up. But they could have done anything else. They could have. Yeah. Oh God, Wait, I don't know. I've never, I didn't watch Lost. <laughs> That's what happened. They're all dead. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it's been enough time if you haven't watched it by now. We're going to do that, but we're going to do it with uh, Battlestar Galactica and just be conflicted about the finale and not just angry about it. Mm, I, I okay. liked it. I liked the finale. I yes, I've never seen the, the show. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, I just saved your life. It's awesome. You saved, thank you it's, so you're much. Welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Tell Peggy. I will. And your therapist. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have a name for your EP? Uh, the band is called Antarctico Vespucci, the guy who uh, discovered Antarctica. Wow. <laughs> I would like you to not do that. <laughs> Any, anything but that. <laughs> All right. All right. Whatever. All right. Sure. We'll switch it. That is the hardest damn thing. Like, fake problems. I think that's a good band name. Like, yeah. I, I back it's that. It's taken. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> There goes our recording. <laughs> there goes our deal with Hopeless. Fuck. So you guys, when, is, when can people hear this? Oh, I don't know. We're going to finish it and pretty much put it out, I think. So Awesome. Within the next month or so. Yourselves? Are you going to kickstart that noise? No, we're just going to boop, boop, pop it out. Wow. Yeah. Just all, all digital or are you going to put it on physical stuff? I don't know. You're going to do it on cassette because that's really in and not yeah, annoying maybe, at all. Maybe so. It's not even stupid. No, he's saying no. No, we're absolutely not doing <laughs> and that. And you, you might be getting one as your gift. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm bringing back the cassettes. I don't know. Why would you do that? It's the worst goddamn format. Yeah. I guess just to piss people off. Well, okay. Well, that, that I understand. That I back. Uh, what's going on with Fake Problems? Uh, we just recorded... A bunch of songs with Ted Hutt, the guy who did our last record, awesome. and some Gaslight records. Yes. Um, and we're just, they're being mixed now. And we might make them into like two EPs or something. We're just trying to figure that out. You know, we met uh, in, in, in very weird circumstances. Do you remember that? A car commercial or something. Car commercial, yeah. <laughs> I was working for Chevy uh-huh. and doing a, a very odd little like music show for Chevy uh, surrounding this car, the Chevy Cruze. Mm-hmm. Punk and- stuff. Totally <laughs> punk. Totally punk. Um, and uh, we, we made a T-shirt. It all comes back to yeah. merch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we made a T-shirt for Mark Beamer for the wonderful Shirts for a Cure. And uh, uh, if you don't support, you oughta. Um, yeah. And we ran over a television shirt. and A television shirt? What the fuck is that? Um, the band television? A t-shirt. That's Dr. Whiskey talking. Um, uh, ran over a shirt with the car, and that became the Fake problem Shirts for Cure shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. It was. It was, cool. It, was more, it was actually more of an excuse to get you guys to come by. Yeah, it was a fun time. we were fans. Um, had you ever been involved in creating a t-shirt in such a weird way, running over it with a car? No, absolutely not. Mm. No. How about since? No, absolutely mm. not. No. <laughs> right. Do you make just a lot of shirts just for fun? 
What? Do you make a lot of shirts like whenever like a TV finale's on or some kind of event is happening? Uh, <laughs> just that lost one, really. Yeah. 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 What's cooking? What's in your head right now? What T-shirt are you going to create next? Well, I got the the Chris Farron Black Flag bars right, right, right. one coming. I, 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 I'm out of ideas. Make up one now. Oh my God! Uh, just another just one with me on it. Okay, <laughs> that's all I want. We'll you, bought, you, bought, you made one with Heather, also, right? Uh, yeah, the my spirit animal is a goth teenager. That shirt, I sell. <laughs> how's that? How's that moving? You moving a lot? Of move, move some units. Good, yeah, good, yeah. Good. It's pushing out there. It's nice. pretty cool. You silk screen them yourself? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, you Walmart. You get, you Walmart yeah, that? yeah we, we get them from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Target. We keep them conflicted. We don't know. Yeah. I thought about making a shirt of Jimmy Fallon giving Will Smith <laughs> the shirt. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a really small run, see how it goes. I think you need to do that immediately. Me too. Uh, Chris Fran, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and for we look forward me. to hearing you yeah. play later. Right, right on. Right. Under your chair. Everyone here has one. It's his Oprah like, present. Yeah. Oh, your present. Yeah, yeah, I have to open one of these. Oh, this you is, actually put it, it under the seat this time. This, it's under the seat like Oprah. It's not a car, I swear. Under the Stop seat. Stop saying Oprah. Well, it's the only thing I know that she does. Uh, what is this? Uh, that's oh, I forgot that. That's a voice changer that can turn your voice into a monster Scream. or an alien. Wait, yeah. So you can use this on stage. Wait, I, it works. I did it today. Wait. How do you do it? You tra- turn it to monster. It translates again alien. so well to a recorded I medium. Do... Yeah, now you can do and put the speaker up and talk into the little part. Hello. <laughs> and I was gonna cool. mention the scream, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel yeah. like you uh, work that into your live show somewhere. And then what's this? That's a, this is a, just, I felt like <laughs> you would enjoy this. This again, I don't know if you will, but I thought you would. It's uh, Tone Low. Lo- 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 loped After Dark. Loped After Dark. <laughs> yeah, on cassette. Uh, it's pretty beautiful. Loped. What is loped. that? A spell? I don't know, but one side is the dark side and one side is the loped Ooh, conceptual. Side. Yeah. Wow. Cool. It's, look, the best part of, of the art. adventures of Ford Fairlane. Uh, Chris, thank you so much. We'll see you shortly. Thank you very yeah. much. Right on. <laughs> Do you, do you want to take this next one? Um, sure. Next up is from Saturday Night Live, my sister, Vanessa Bayer. Yay! Yay! Um, You're sitting right over there. Before I forget, I wanted to ask Jamie to take some pictures so we can send them to our parents. Oh, yeah. Really good idea. <laughs> really good idea. Good opener. Um, uh, aside from being awesome... Aside from being on Saturday Night Live, if you have not seen Sound Advice with Janessa Slater, oh. a delicious program created by Vanessa and her brother Jonah, please do yourself the favor and watch this web series. It is so damn funny. How did it come about? Well, I think Jonah and I have, um, we have a similar sense of humor and like we... Very highbrow. <laughs> like when we watch TV together, we'll like make fun of it. And, like, say the dumbest stuff. Like, we're really into puns and stuff. <laughs> Jonah's <laughs> shocking. <laughs> well, Vanessa used to open for my bands when we would play in Chicago. Yeah. And, uh, like, we would play the Empty Bottle, and she would get on stage and be like, Empty Bottle, more like Empty Club, because there'd be, like, <laughs> no one there. And, like, make fun of the opening bands, like, while we were setting up. And, like, like I would do such dumb jokes, and, like... It was, like, all these punk kids, and they were so pissed off because, like, they were expecting to just, like, see, like, like a, a band or, like, someone, 
I don't know. There were people in my band who were not into it. Yeah. Some, some were into it, but someone was like, so Vanessa's going to do like 10 minutes, and then they'd be like, seriously, again? And I'd be like, listen, it's part of the deal. I'm in this band. It's one show. Deal with it. And I got to do a promotion city. That was so cool. Oh, yeah. You introduced Motion that was City. A, that was awesome. Real, that was like a super legit Vanessa B. <laughs> Vanessa B is my alter ego who tells bad jokes. Vanessa also did it at a house party I had. Yeah. And no one, and there were like 100 people there, and no one really knew who she was, and she just made fun of everyone there. <laughs> to be fair, you didn't really, it was sort of your roommates were having that party. It was my party, roommates so, having the party. Like, Nobody there really knew you either. Was, I've had some <laughs> weird living situations, yeah. Did, did you ever open for uh, the Whatever Dudes? No, I actually... The Whatever Dudes is before Jonah and I even had our own band, which is called Jam and Vibes. Yes. We, have we won't song. get into it too much because we really need to record We're working on album. We've recorded in about six or seven years, but it's all songs about our family. <laughs> and actually, is like very niche. you can actually find it... <laughs> Yeah, you can find it online. On MySpace. You it can is on, listen we to still have a MySpace page. If you look up Jam and Vibes on MySpace, <laughs> and you can check out some pretty cute pics of us when we were little, too. And for those of you playing the home game, you can also look on YouTube for Whatever Dudes, and you can watch Jonah Bear rap. That was my rap group, the WD, in college. <laughs> it's freestyle, most of it's about food, and, and it's we awesome. And we wore snow pants, and like for some reason, I don't know why, we just had to wear snow pants it's on stage. It's some of the most awesome shit ever. Yeah. Um, so genius. sound advice how did that come about um, I think we just thought <laughs> I think we just thought it would be funny to like be really condescending to bands and it is so fun and also I feel like it's like comedians are like so think that musicians are the coolest and I feel like musicians like comedy like music and musicians don't get to like show how funny they are a lot because they have to like be serious that's my what I think. I'm not a musician, so I don't know that. No, you're right. Okay. That's it. There's some here. <laughs> so, like, it's fun because, like, I feel like all these bands are so funny and they, like, it's just, like, so fun. But it's, di- like, writing it is different than performing. Oh, my God. We always talk about this. Like, we did one with Ted Leo and Amy Mann and we had, like, some sort of, like... Fucking funny. N- none of it, none of it, it's like mean-spirited, a- but we had some stuff up front that was, like, their band's called The Both and we were, like, why are you called the both? Because you're both ready for, like, social security or something. <laughs> and they came in, and we don't really know them, and they were, like, reading it right before. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe we wrote that. Jonah like, they don't know like, us. What if they think we're just Jonah fucking was like, I was going to run out. Like, yeah, I, I started, like, sweating, and I was like, I can't believe I did this. What if they hate it? And they're like, why did we come here? But they were Yeah, they were so they were such great. Because they're, so, awesome. they're so funny, and they've they done so much stuff like that anyway. That stuff but is a little, like... We'll, it is, like, we'll write it, and we'll be like, this is so funny. And then we'll, like, show it to the band, and we'll be like, sorry. <laughs> but they're all Always good. I think they wouldn't do it if, if yeah. they weren't. Good but you had a very funny it. episode with. They're all funny, but this one in particular with the wanted. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think they were all in on it? They they were, but I think like to varying like I think they were really tired because they had been doing a lot of stuff that day, and I think it seemed it did seem like when we were taping it, some of them were like better informed yeah. about like what was happening than others. Like there were a couple there were a couple of them that I felt. Like, but I think that was the best stuff. It was the best. Because the, the looks reaction, of confusion are like real expressions of confusion. Yeah. Like, some of them had like no idea what was going them, on. Yeah. Did they yeah. think it, they thought it was legit? <laughs> no, I think they knew like we were. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly what they thought. Like they, they basically got it. Especially that one guy, Jay, kept like being like, "You guys gotta like, like you guys gotta act straight and like look really awkward and stuff." And they were all like, "Yeah." Like, but then. 
I don't know. Or like two of them were like, yeah, and the other two were like, what? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what they thought. I, I think they knew, but like, they were, you know. Boy bands. They were tired and like, but they were really good they sports. They were good sports. About it. They were tired. <laughs> uh, the episode, no, the No Effects episode hasn't aired yet, right? No. No, we're, no. we're editing it. We're working on that. Uh, it, that was so fun. I can only imagine. Yeah. Wait, you had to edit the No Effects episode? I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> don't bring it up. <laughs> we have footage of Mike that should not be seen. Don't, please don't. Please. No, we won't. We won't go there. Um, uh, what was it like? Had you, had you met those guys before? No. No, I, I mean, you know had... their music aside I from I knew Jonah? their music from Jonah driving me to high school. <laughs> was, that, was that always, we were always late, right? We were always late. <laughs> Vanessa was such a good student. And she had like a 4.9 like GPA. Which I don't even know how it's possible. She's in all AP classes. That's not. No, I think, Vanessa, what was your GPA? Because the reason it's possible is because... <laughs> See, it is possible. If you get an A... It's oh, something you like, if you get classes. an A in an AP class, it's like... You get an extra 4. 5 on your GPA. 5 or something. And then if you get an A+, plus, it's, I think, a 5. So I think my GPA was over... It was, it was between four and five. It was, it was somewhere between very four. high. <laughs> wow. It was much lower I don't, than mine. Okay, I'm gonna, this is a braggy thing, but I, in <laughs> high school, I never had below an A, an A minus in any class. It's, it's my final grade of like, of like, a, like, like my s- semester grade was never below an A minus. But also like I had like, I, you know, I like had leukemia too, so like I felt like I had a lot to prove to the world. <laughs> but also, like I was good at school. No, wait, hold yeah. on. <laughs> that that doesn't mean you're going to get good grades, though. No, I just I mean I you were a lot hard. of valedictorians who were very healthy. <laughs> also, I was like maybe in the top ten. I was not even about. I was like. There were a lot of overachievers. A lot of eggheads. <laughs> in, in the cleave. Not I just, for the rest of my life, I had almost a five. But I also had leukemia, so... <laughs> Balance. <I> mean, but, <laughs> but it's amazing, considering how late you were to school every day because of me. But I, that was actually my excuse, was that I had leukemia. So. <laughs> yeah. That's a very believable uh, excuse. <laughs> Like an 18 year old version of me being what are they irresponsible. Do? I never got yeah. in trouble, and you did. I yeah, I got in trouble. I didn't care. Though. I had that out. <laughs> yeah. <but>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in the episode with both, with Ted Leo and Amy Man, uh, Janessa, who I find delightful and cheeky, uh, refers to her, uh, forgive me, ex boyfriend. Oh, Darren? Darren. <laughs> yeah, we just made up. That was improvised by Vanessa, that name. Darren. <laughs> you just start shouting at your boyfriend who used to sell BMWs. Darren! So, so, for some reason, it's so funny to me to put a hard T at the end of the name. <laughs> Darren. I make it Darren. <laughs> It was one of those moments where staring at my computer by myself, laughing out loud to no one. <laughs> it was divine. Like, I, is, is someone going to be Darren? Please make that happen. Maybe. We may explore the Darren backstory. We'll see yeah, where it we goes. Could. Yeah. We, we have an episode coming up. I won't say with what band, although I guess I could, but where we do have a cameo in it. Yes, we have a cameo in an upcoming episode. <laughs> so that's exciting. <laughs> so, look out for that. <laughs> um, what was it like? Uh, what was it like going? You were recently on Conan. Yeah. Oh my God. Super fun. Thank you. 
It was the most fun. It was like a dream. It was so fun because I interned there and I always wanted to do it. And it was like so fun. He was so nice. Um, a lot of the people that worked there when I was an intern in like 2003 were still there. I don't know that they necessarily remembered me like as an intern, but they were all like everyone. It was like so crazy. It was so it was so awesome. Yeah, my wife was actually an intern at Conan. It's like, oh really? Yeah, it's so, so many people I know. It's like such a great experience. It must have been beyond thrilling to go back yeah. and be the guest. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, it was yeah, it was great. It was just I wish I had better. It was just like the coolest. No, when and he you... was so nice and was like um, was saying that like sometimes like pe- like he was saying like there's interns that will come. There, it's there's a crazy number of pe- people that have interned at Conan that are like doing. TV shows and stuff now. Yeah, John Krasinski was an intern Like there. a million people from the office. Angela Ellie also Kemper, on that. Ellie yeah. um, Kemper. I didn't know Kaling. she was, Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know like, her. It, like a, it's like a ton of people. What does he say like in between segments when you guys are talking? Maybe Chris is sure can answer this, but what, is, what, do, what does he say to you? Um, is he like you're doing he great? He was just saying, he was saying such nice stuff. He was like, I always wanted people to like have success out of my show. And, and then we talked like, like, um, I don't know. It was it's kind of a blur, but it was always it was like really nice stuff. Now, how does that work? Is there a pre-interview? Does he like want to know what you might touch on? And there's like, a then pre-interview with off? like a producer. Like, okay. Yeah. Like like it was a few days before. So I had a friend yeah. who worked on Letterman, and he said that there's a pre-interview with Letterman, and Letterman people will tell you what you're going to talk about, but Dave can ask you whatever the hell he wants to, and he can just go off script and just let it go because. Letterman. Yeah. Is Conan pretty much stick to what's talked about? Um, I don't. I, I pretty. I mean, there there were. He, yeah, Bless pretty you. much. I mean, I felt like they were like. I don't know because I was like newer to to doing talk shows. I think that I don't know if they were more like gentle with me, but I feel like <laughs> I I sort of knew what we were going to talk about. It, it went really quickly. Like there was a ton of stuff we didn't get to. What didn't but, you get to? Let's um, recreate that right now. Mike, be Conan. No. You could do that. So yeah, what didn't we get to uh, <laughs> on our show? Conan's way better than me. Well, there, was, there he... was a story There was a story about that I had told this one producer about when I interned. It was another story about when I interned at Conan that, like, the, Conan got nominated for an Emmy, and they, the Burbank offices sent all this food over to New York, and they sent over, like, Cristal, and all the interns, like, went insane, and they were like, this is what P. Diddy drinks. And, like, it was so weird. It was, like, everyone, like, all the interns, like, lost their shit. And we're just, like, everybody get, like, some Cristal. Because, like, this is, like, this is what P. Diddy drinks. <laughs> Did you get any? No, because I was, like, I don't know. I was doing, I was busy. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, it was just so crazy. That, I, that wasn't the thing that I knew. And also, like, the way that everyone flipped out was, like, it was just weird. <laughs> the important question is, did you perform your duty and torture the interns while you were there as a guest? Really? No, I don't think I saw any interns really? when I was there. But I'm really that's nice not really to the... Vanessa's style. I feel really? like. <laughs> that's kind of you know. Beauty. I'm really nice to the interns at SNL, and the thing I I like to think I am, in general. And the thing that I always tell them when there's new interns, or I try to tell them, is that. Um, when you get coffee for people, it doesn't matter like how much milk you put in it, because that was a thing that used to just like, that used to just like ruin me as an in- like as, when I was an intern, I it, I would just get so stressed. Like when someone was like, like get I want like a grande coffee with half and half. I would like be putting the half and half in, and I'd be like, 
I don't know how much. <laughs> and it always like it always stressed me out like so much. And I now in retrospect, like I so I always tell the interns like you can put as much. And I, I like now me. saying it to you, it probably <laughs> they probably are like we didn't we weren't worried about. That. <laughs> yeah, they're like we got of, this. <laughs> yeah, it sounds sort of crazy now, but like I always make a point. Because I'm so worried it will stress them out. Do they, do they think you're making, like... How much did bit? you put in? I, like half from, a cup? No, I, I was just trying to... But, like, you know how, like, when you, like, when you order... You know how some places you order coffee and, you're, and they say, do you want milk in it? And you're like, okay, you're going to put it in, okay? Um, <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I, I want half and half. And then they give it to you and it's, like, so little half and half. And you're just like... In their defense, like you like a lot. I do. That's true. But but if I ever get coffee for Vanessa, like she'll like look at it and then like put in way more. (laughs) But like if it's from the interns, then I then I I'll take whatever because I already gave them that disclaimer, (laughs) so I can't go back on it. But but if but if it's but if it's like at a coffee place, like sometimes like when you want half and half and then you can't even taste it, you're like, uh, well. This sucks, you know? <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know. That, I don't know what I was saying, but I guess the point also is, like, why not just put the half and half and stuff, just let people do it themselves. Like, yeah, you have to refill it. That sucks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I've never worked as a barista, so I feel like, you know, that's it. I know it's hard, and, like, I don't mean to, like... <laughs> But also, just like make it. Also, it probably makes it easier on you because, because you know, just how much do you want room for milk? Yes, great. <laughs> I swear to Christ, I could listen to this all. <laughs> I don't even drink coffee. Oh, here's something I wanted to bring up. I don't mean to change the subject, but I wanted to say that I bet this audience thinks that I'm the only one on this stage that's ever been on an NBC show, and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, you've been on an NBC show. Have I? <laughs> Does keep going? <laughs> I don't think I have. I think I think that the show that you were on was on NBC, and I'm not talking about the the reality show. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm talking about California Dreams. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> was that NBC? I think so. Because was. Yeah, Holy shit. because Saved by the Bell was, and it was kind of a, it was kind of like the that new was Saved the by the same crew. The at Saved by the Bell, yeah, the same crew of executive pedophiles put that. Together. Do you guys, do you guys know that Stephen was on Wait, California how Dreams? How don't I you know did? This? You don't I know this? this? And I've known. You know I was on California Dreams. Yeah. Will you tell us what your part was? Oh my God, it's it's amazing. Um, uh, just a youthful man, fresh out of school, uh, with a theater degree. Uh, how old were you? Got at this the point? role. I was twenty at three. And uh, played the role of Boogie Boy the Surfer. <laughs> Can IMDB that shit? Uh, yeah, and they brought me back for four episodes, one of which was, um, uh, crap, there was another famous guest star on there. I can't remember her last name. Really drunk, blonde, Tara something. Yes, Tara Reed. Big Lebowski. <laughs> Dingling $1,000. Yeah. All comes it. full circle. Jonah yeah. and I, I think, have tried to... Why would you bring that up now? I don't know. I just Stephen wanted Hayes. to talk about it because... I don't Your fascination see that for much. Peter Engel programming? Well, also, like, Jonah and I, I think, tried to look it up and watch clips, and I don't think... They don't can... exist. 
Yeah, it's really you know, hard to find. You can't find it. They don't exist. What if I went to the Museum of te- Television? Oh, the- <laughs> First thing you'll find. <laughs> I tried to look up the Boogie last... Boogie Boy, ep- Ed Sullivan, Moon Landing. It's on I- a loop in the Hitler. lobby. Actually. I tried to look up the last episode of Dinosaurs at the Museum of Television. <laughs> because you wanted to make yourself cry? Well, you can see the very end of it online, and it is so dark and does not match with the rest of the show no, at all. No, it's fine. And also, I think I think we always thought, is this something I made up or is this real? Oh, God. I think probably, it defines probably everything. made up, but let's hear it. The, the dad on Dinosaurs doesn't really, like, because of what he does at the end, I don't want to equate him with our dad at all, but they're, like, similarities. And also, like, the Family Matters family and the Dinosaurs family are, like, very similar, right? And the dad on Family Matters reminds me of our dad, for sure. Do you Carl think Wins- so? Carl Winslow. Yeah, I could see. I mean, I could see that a little bit. I mean, there's some obvious differences. Your dad, Todd. <laughs> when I think of what your dad would look like, I think of Carl Winslow. I mean, they both, have mus- they both have mustaches. And they're both, like, funny. Yeah. But they both have kind of, you know... Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I never really, I mean, like, I never really thought about it. Anyways, much. the ending of Dinosaurs, I don't want to get, I guess spoilers are, like, not a cool thing. I think we all know what happened to the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, but did you know that that's in the last episode and that it, they make it be the dad I don't think half these people are aware fault? there was a show called Dinosaurs. Yeah. If you Google last episode of Dinosaurs, like, you're you're probably like, oh, they're, they're all going to, like, be like, well, that was fun. You know, like, they'll all be, like, having fun and, like, eating cake or no, something. No, they all die horribly well car- well there it's like they try and give you a lesson about how like you have to be kind to the earth because and i haven't seen the beginning of the episode but i'm inferring this from the last like five minutes that like the dad whose name i don't remember what his name is we'll the, say carl what is it sinclair no fucking way is that's the last name okay so, but thank you for da- defining our audience <laughs> The dad, like, is, like, he works at, like, a power plant or something, yes. and he's try- he tries to, like... Um, As most dinosaurs he, he tries do. To, yeah, right. <laughs> he tries to, like, expand it, and he expands it into, like... Some kind of wild, like, breaks yeah. down the ecosystem. And because of that, like, the, the world st- starts, like, freezing, which I don't know that that logic <laughs> makes sense. It's, like, a little heavy-handed. But anyways, and then, like, the family's, like, all together and. And the, not the mama, you know, the baby who had... You know who did the baby's <laughs> voice? the breakout hit, not the mama. No. A Kevin Clash. Really? Yeah, oh, I did know that. Baby, yeah. told me that. You're welcome. <laughs> Trivia Kevin night, Pat Kinnan, this also, very room. was also Elmo. That's... Uh, was yeah. Elmo for a long time. There's no correlation there. Um, anyways, going back to the... Please. So, anyway, so the world starts freezing over, and the baby's like, Mom, are... Are we going to be okay? And you're like, oh, God. And the mom's like, well, whatever happens, we'll all be together. So she's basically saying, like, everyone, we're all going to die together. And then, like, there's, like, a newscast, and there's this dinosaur who's, like, he's, like, freezing, and there's, like, snow, and he's wearing a scarf, and he's like, well, we're losing power. And you're like, why would dinosaurs end this way? Like, yeah, we know, yeah, we know what happened, like, eventually. But, like, it's a sick... It's, it was, I think it was on... Um, it, or it was on... No, it was uh, on, like, UPN TGIF. or something. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, you can watch um, repeat episodes of Step by Step by Step on the Hub Network. <laughs> and Cody is such a good character. <laughs> if you go over Vanessa's apartment, you have to watch Step by Step, actually. It, I, it's like, it's so, it's, it's just so peaceful. It's like, the biggest problem is like, like, Dana was like, gonna try weed, and then she like, decided not to. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like, they're like, they're also like, their parents are so strict in a way that doesn't make sense. Like, that, like, the one girl wants to go on like a school trip and they like, they have to like raise money to do it. So they like try to babysit all these kids at their house and then they get in trouble for like babysitting too many kids because it got too crowded. But it's like, why? Why would you gra- like? Why would they get in trouble and they have to like give back the money to like pay for the <laughs> to fix the house? And it makes because I guess like the kids did some damage to the house, but it just like makes no sense because it's like these like they stayed home and they just it is a like, smart business idea. Like they're like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, babysit more kids. Daycare. And also, like, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's the idea of daycare. Exactly. And they get in so much trouble. And, like, I, I feel like the dad who was on Dynasty or something. Patrick Duffy. Yeah. He's too strict on the show. Like, like, I know it adds to the comedy that they, like, get in trouble all the time. But, like, he's way too strict. Like, to a point where you're, like... I, this almost makes me want to stop watching, but not enough to make me stop watching. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we should keep this going for the next 24 hours. But we're happy <laughs> Vanessa, you're the greatest person ever. Thank you Thanks so for much for joining yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'll call them my gifts from my basement that um, were salvaged, just quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. this is good. I'm sorry, yeah. This is, I was also on sliders. This is both. These are both for, for just inspiration this and comedy, be- and you, this is for one of the SNL after parties. This is, when you whip okay. this out, it's the... Uh, Whoa, the cocktail um, soundtrack. Yeah, that's pretty right. <laughs> that was that's pretty beautiful. That was the first cassette I ever owned. Really? Yes. I still have it. Yeah. And I gave it to your it sister. Kokomo, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yep. Like, all the hits. It was in my collection, uh, and I, it was salvaged. I think yeah. Jonah did a report in school. No, you didn't. To the song I, I, Kokomo. Yes, you did. I think I did too. <laughs> that was like a life-changing cassette for me. I, that was from my collection Seriously. that I salvaged, and I figured... Yeah, Do you remember the report? I remember Jonah practicing for it. <laughs> it was like, he did a report and played it in the background. Right? I don't, you have a much better memory this than is me. The best. By the way, no. Jonah, that's weirdly weird, weird connection for us. This is also for inspiration before shows. It's... Well, Poison greatest video hits. It's, it's something and that you should watch just to get inspiration me from. Me and Vanessa yeah. saw Poison together. We saw See, them... Well, we saw them about we saw them five the show, years ago. And it was, yeah. We were in the lawn, and they were like, everyone can go into the pavilion. There were like so few people there. That it they was were, so depressing. It was incredibly everyone depressing. Just, like so Just, yeah, watch all the videos Thank together. Thank you so and much. These are such great gifts. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Vanessa Bear, ladies and gentlemen. Vanessa Bear. Uh, our final guest before the performances, uh, when Jonah texted me, it was, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. 
completely freaking out. We couldn't believe she came on the podcast anyway. We are so thrilled. Please put your hands together. Please welcome Janine Garofalo. with some statistics that uh, are the Please. are the antithesis of of Vanessa's uh, academic achievement. Please. <laughs> I wrote down from <coughs> from okay, so I, I had have always been a straight C student. That was a gentleman C. A gentleman C. <laughs> 250 kids in my graduating class, Madison High School, Madison, New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey, yes. Represent. Apparently, I was just told uh, that I used to babysit uh, your girlfriend's uh, gaslight anthem. Oh, bad. His girlfriend says that I used to babysit friends of hers' kids. Really? It is okay. possible. Jersey's very And small, back in those right? days, it was a dollar an hour. Dollar an hour. Really? I'm talking about the early, mid-70s. Um, so anyway, 250 kids in my graduating class, Madison High School. I was 237. That, that is all factual. Not gonna lie to you. Not here. Not now. Not in Brooklyn. Uh, SATs and math four hundred, which you get just oh. for signing your name. That's a, if you did nothing That's else. That's not true. You get two hundred for signing your name. I know that sadly for a fact. Oh, I was told four hundred is really? if you did nothing. But then again, this was nineteen. Math and this English was combined two hundred. Oh, children. really? Yeah, okay. Uh, English was not much higher, but I didn't even do the questions. I just did A C E A C E because I read a book that said A C E. It on the track team. I don't know why I was on it, but uh, in a, a sprint. Uh, a hurt with hurdles. I came in last after, and this is not me being a douche. Pardon my French. That really is French. I feel comfortable saying that. Um, there was a special needs kid who uh, beat me in the hurdles. Obviously um, not physically special needs. Uh, in college, I they gave you tests uh, to see where you where you tracked for math or English and things, I was remedi- I was in a class called The Spirit of Math. <laughs> it's my freshman year. I was in that class. Really? Yeah, it was, called, it was called The History of Math. That's what I had uh, to say. This was the spirit. It was me and athletes, because uh, I went to Providence College, and they were big into the Friar basketball. Yes. So it was me and, and uh, some of the athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that class? In fifth grade, in a spelling bee, my teacher took pity on me, and the word was grape. Uh, that's true. I never forgot that because it hurt my feelings. Uh, but the bar was set so low, so low from the get-go. And I worked at Friendly's in high school. Uh, I started as a waitress, was demoted to ice cream, then demoted to dishwasher, then fired because myself and Pete Herzog were throwing away plates at the end of the night because they pile up. So we would uh, throw away the plates, and then uh, a guy from HQ in Elizabeth, New Jersey, came down and started counting flatware. What's going on, Madison? And Pete and I were fired. But we did work with uh, two uh, youngsters that were in the original Bad News Bears um, who lived also in New Jersey, uh, two, two of the blonde baseball players when the bad news bears the original if you haven't seen it very very good the remake is not but it was uh, a a great movie the bad news bears and two of those kids were busboys at friendlies before i was let go (laughs) (laughs) so um 
So Friendly's, I grew up in Massachusetts and I went to Friendly's. Oh, the Friendly's Fribble, the Coffee Fribble, and the 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 Clam Roll. But the thing about Friendly's that I remember is they used to put your burger on toast. On toast, that's their and thing. And it just fucking melted through. It's their thing. You would pick it up and the burger would literally fall through the toast. Yeah, but we're talking about it. You would have, right? to, you would have to eat it with a knife and fork. Like, you couldn't pick it up. Right. Had it not been on toast, would it have been mentioned? And as a 16-year-old who was... Um, you were hindered in some way. I was way. hindered, yeah. You we were, were jammed conf- up. Yeah, confused. I'm using the, the purest form of Like they're trying the to word. do a true detective. They're trying to jam him up. True detective tomorrow night. Oh, I'm oh it's so good. It's so good. It? It's so good. I myself was reluctant. I actually I'm was, was ambivalent at best when when uh, it was being advertised. I was like, do I want to? Do I not? And then Greg Barrett, who you may or yeah. may not comedian, said, you got uh, to watch. The, we were at Wise Guys. He thought you just Wise might, Guys Comedy Club. He thought you might be into the in show. In Phoenix. And he said, let's watch it. It was a Sunday night. It was a great Greg Barrett And joke. it was so good it is so good is it scary though it's it, it it's no it's intelligent it's a it's a it's a crime drama that is on the level of the way the british do it the british do crime like luther procedurals like oh <laughs> <laughs> i dropped it i dropped it Idris Idris. Al- Alba, i'm saying he is oh yeah the, i will watch prometheus over and over again just because stringer bells in that shit that's fucking right uh and i never saw the wire uh i'm sorry i'm sorry people people are very passionate about that it's i know good. i know i used it. to lie about it because people get very season five upset. wacky season four and awesome honestly so i i used to say oh the wire game changer i honestly like <laughs> culturally relevant i never i never saw the wire that's good um but uh, okay. and i don't say that i'm not bragging i just never ha- i mean I, i'm a fan of tv uh, mm-hmm. When it's good and true, detective Sunday nights are difficult. Talking about getting jammed up, you got sometimes you got <laughs> Sherlock, Walking Dead, Girls, Downton Abbey. All right, Sherlock, um, has everybody seen the fucking finale? Yeah. No. Young people, I can't live this way. Suck You've it. got to watch suck. TV when it's on. <laughs> it was at this moment the podcast enraged Janine got up. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Brutus killed Caesar. Okay, so here's the, um, at two. You've had since 44 BC to get that one. I I mean, knives in the Senate House. Really. Not a good idea. And while we're at it, can we rethink the assassination of Julius Caesar? I'm being sincere. Julius Caesar, throughout history... Throughout history has been has has been marked and badmouthed as a a, a tyrant sodomite. and a dictator. No, sodomite was never involved, as far as I know. Although I wouldn't, whatever you know. I mean, there's the theory about what he did to his son, to his uh, nephew Augustus. If you follow that, if you watched Rome on HBO, no, if you read the fucking Sandman by Neil Gaiman, come on. It was so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, to this day, sometimes I will drop by the HBO merch store and see if there's any, like, Rome merch somewhere. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I have always been a fan of, 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 of ancient Rome, honestly. But at Ro- that series, Rome, and they introduced the theory, as others have, that Caesar, was it, was it tyrannicide or treason? Do you see what I'm saying? Ah. Tre- treason in that they killed a, a reformer, a populist. Uh, or or tyrannicide. He was he was a dictator. Now he 
Like I said, I'm not the only person who thinks this, but I would like I to bring know. it up. I feel like we all need to start rethinking the assassination were you an I, of were guys. Were you an I, Claudius fan? Uh, actually, I only saw some of it. I was very young when it first came on. Okay. Um, I, Claudius came on in the 70s. Little Derek, was... Derek Jacoby, little Patrick Stewart. Little... Uh, I actually never really watched it, though, although mm. now I am a masterpiece classic. Right fanatic, mm-hmm. um, and I don't say that I'm not putting on airs. I love Uts. Anybody who knows me loves I. I love Uts. You like the pretzels the or just curl, the Uts cheese curl? Oh, the cheese curl. Uh, I'm not you... a glass warrior. Uts, small batch, artisanal, locally sourced, farm to table. You can't get Uts everywhere in the do you, country. Do you go for the chocolate covered pretzels? Do you? No, 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 that? no. It's just the cheese curl. Oh, and, okay. and by if I can't find that, so you're an elitist. H e r s. This is bottom shelf stuff. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I am not a. Cl- I'm not trying the to. The green salt and vinegar bag doesn't. No, no, no. I, I, I don't have any ways to say this. It's just <laughs> only only the, the cheese curl. I'm just trying to open only it up. Only the a cheese curl. Okay. Uh, no, I would have said the first time you I brought know, it up. I, I would have said yes, that, that, and that. I, I mean, I'm not I'm angry just, at you, I'm but just I'm just saying. Trying. Uts and little Debbie. Oh, so okay, just know that. when I discuss Julius Caesar, I am not trying to be highfalutin. Um, but here's the thing. Brutus and Cassius were members of the aristocracy, yes? As was Julius Caesar. No one Caesar. here is going to argue. <laughs> no, but, but there might be other people who share the, my interest in this. Hands. Um, <laughs> Continue. But <laughs> members of the aristocracy don't assassinate other members of the aristocracy if they were, in fact, dictators who were going to keep up the status quo, right? Yeah. Only people who are going to change that get assassinated. That's all I'm going to say about it. We can talk about anything else you want. I just ask that you... I just feel that it's unfair when people get get a bad rap. And he never said et tu brute. That's another thing I No, he I didn't. Learned. That's not, I did know that. I learned that. Uh, Shakespeare said he said mm-hmm. it. No, and, and what did that guy do aside from invent the word alligator? True. Look it up. Okay, so uh, we did, don't get... A, it's he, true. He invented the word alligator. He did. Can you actually expand on that? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How do you, and the, your source is what for this? Um, they even went to school for theater. I studied at the Globe in England. Ooh. So suck it, California right, right, dreams. Right, but alligator. Yeah. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Was it crocodile prior? It was crocodile prior, and he just got bored. Why alligator? I have no fucking idea. I wasn't there. I but, feel like, can somebody Google that? I feel like there's... Yeah, Google it, because that'll be true, that whatever you find. That could be apocryphal. <laughs> All right, speaking of press... The most press we've ever gotten on our teen little podcast involved you. And it if there's was, anything negative, please don't tell me. It hurts my feelings negative, terribly. It's not negative. It's hilarious. Uh, we discussed 24. But, okay. And uh, you made a comment about how you thought the uh, creative producer of 24 Joel Sarnot, yeah. was making a comment on Hillary Clinton. That's why he had a female president. Right, right, right. And a, a troop of conservative websites that I never even would have thought would listen to our podcast <clears throat> Jumped on that. I was like, I can't believe blah, blah, no, no, blah, no, blah, blah. It's my name. It, it, it's, it cracked it's, uh, me up. Oddly, since the early aughts, uh, every once in a while, conservative thugs um, pick a person who's an easy target, mm-hmm. the person who's easily to mock and marginalize. They tend to be in entertainment and female. Uh, unfortunately, Shocker. in our culture, it's easy to mock and marginalize females and females in entertainment. So they go after, and I don't know why I've been on their hit list. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, and, and most of the other right-wingers they're talking to don't know who they're talking about. 
You know what I mean? Like, they don't know who I am. But they, uh, it's something, there's, there's a number of these trolls that if my name is so- somewhere, they will, they will seize on it. And then, and then, um, you know, and, and you know what? How I know this, I didn't pull it out of my ass, is I happened to be working at the show yeah. at the time, and some of the writers discussed it. So it's not like, uh, why would I make that up? Why would I br- bring up... They, like, transcribed the- it and quoted it, but then the sure. comments were like, how dare she? But it was, there was no... How dare I say There was no thought behind it. That impacts anyone's life in no way whatsoever. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny, and we were like, mm-hmm. what? This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was... No, you can't. You get. You can't believe some of the the nonsense. It was quite a bit. There's nothing more tenacious than a regressive person. <laughs> well, it's you know progressive. Reg, the opposite mm. obviously is regressive. So that, it's all limbic brain. Know. It's all limbic brain. See, I, I got a seven ten the first time I took the SATs. <laughs> that's, Cumulative. That's actually good. Is that good? No, that oh, no, was no, all no, together. Totally. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's I knew that because way more than me, so I feel like that. I got a perfect sixteen hundred if you combine all four times I tried them. Uh huh. You well, that's them together. something. You like that? And then yeah. some empty beer bottles. But what? <laughs> but Jimmy, but you were on an amazing radio show. That's probably what put you on the radar of all these people, right? No, it happened uh, from when I uh, before the radio show when I um, came out publicly against oh, really? the impending invasion of Iraq, and also actually before that when George Bush was illegally installed by Antonin Scalia uh, in the 2000 election. I'm not. I'm not pontificating, and believe me. No one likes it less than me to discuss this stuff. But it's, uh, it started there because it's easy to shit on me. Uh, there were other people that people can respect that were saying the exact same thing. Right. But it's not, they don't go after those people. You know, the Pope, actually, the other one, uh, was, against, was against Iraq. And, of course, Hannity had nothing to say. It wasn't going to boycott. The papal, the papal entity. Yeah, actors, the papal actors bull. Actors and comedians don't really have but, lots of... No, but if you're female and if you're in entertainment, um, yeah. however tangentially, <laughs> uh, they, they, uh, they know that they can stir up among their very small group, but they, it seems like there's a lot of them because they're just loud, the squeaky wheels. But um, so that started, and then, and then it laid off a little bit, and then when the Tea Party first started forming, I, I discussed on MSNBC the race... The racism inherent in it, and um, there is no two ways about that. I shan't have this debate with anyone. It's just that there's straight up racism in the in the tea. Po- well, the one tea party the, representative first... like to rebut. Uh, well, <laughs> didn't think you were here, cock knocker. <laughs> well, one of the first Tea Party rallies took place on Obama's first inauguration. So so upset with the job he hadn't done yet. So what could it be? What could it be about this man that, that they didn't like? But anyway, it's quite obvious that, okay. that they, they don't like people of color. But uh, it's uh, – so I mentioned that on Keith Oberman and then was banned from MSNBC and fired from two voiceover jobs I had because this little tiny group of trolls started – I just burped. <laughs> I'm so it's, sorry. It's a just reaction. Sorry. <laughs> Lean into um, the mic next time. Started uh, pretending they were a lot and started email like pretending they were different people and writing letters and emails <laughs> to complain um, about it. So it's just one of those things that happens. And um, and and I never say these things or do these things to be provocative. It, it, I take no pleasure in being disliked. Honestly, I take no pleasure at all in in 
um, having people think you're obnoxious or uh, saying things just to be. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's. But the, these are just true facts. They're, George Bush was illegally installed by Antonin Scalia and a few other justices who should have recused themselves because they were working on the Republican campaign or their relatives were, need not get into that. So he was never president both times. John Kerry actually won the second time. Touchscreen voting. Let's not get into it. But uh, <laughs> that was never pursued either. But um, it's just, uh, so then it started up again after the teabagging thing. And uh, that was just that's such an easy. I like they, they go for tea party and they're like, what? They don't think that that's where it's gonna go. Uh, real quick before mm-hmm. I get distracted, what did you think of step by step? I actually never saw step by step. Really? I mean, also uh, family matters. I didn't see because I'm much older than you guys. So it, I was I was well into my early thirties at that point. So I didn't. That has see. not stopped Vanessa. <laughs> I no, want, Vanessa's much younger. I wanted much to younger. ask, because when you came on the show, I was kicking myself for not bringing it up. One of my favorite superhero movies, and this is in all seriousness, is Mystery Men. Oh. And I, I adore it. Thank you. And in that fine film was a gentleman named Tom Waits, who I adore yes. equally. Oh, my gosh. And it was, what, what a pleasure to work with him. What was it like? He was, it was, it's one of those things where uh, it's even nicer than, <sighs> you know, than, than you can imagine when you meet someone. It, it actually worked. It, it's like, because I was so excited. Yeah. And then he was even more interesting and nicer and lovely than, so it was great. It was and really he, is great. he just aware of, like, I'm awesome? No, no, no. Uh, no, he's just Subtly. is who he is. He's comfortable in his own skin. He's kind of, like, eccentric in a great way and not, just easygoing. And it was wow. great. Was that a fun flick to work on? Were you a superhero fan? You a comic book fan? Uh, I am. I am not a, a comic book fan per se. I am a fan of certain. I don't know if they're called graphic novels. Like I like things like Julie just said. Don't do it. It's their comic books. Uh, com- okay. Thank I just you. didn't know if that offended anyone. I don't know it what the, me, it does offense the proper <laughs> terminology. But only Stephen. Yeah. I like. I like confessional, like personal confessional <laughs> things. Like I said, like Joe Matt or yeah. or. Um, um, Blankets, that figure oh, blankets, that thing. Gorgeous. And, uh, Gorgeous. Habibi, if anybody hasn't read that. Those kinds of things. Although I did, I loved Why the Last Man series. Is that what it was? Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh. Yeah. Brian K. Vaughn wrote a few episodes of Lost. Lost. Which I never saw. The good ones. Don't watch the finale, it sucks. You also mentioned Walking Dead. I have to bring it Walking back. Walking Dead. Yes. I'm a fan of the genre. I'm okay. Th- 28 Days Later is one of my favorite movies, which, by the way, introduced the fast zombie in. We talked about that. You call them cheater zombies. I call them cheater zombies. I think they're the worst. Like, they're not supposed to be that way. (laughs) I know, I know. It's horrible, isn't it? It's my thing. And it's like, zombies are supposed to be easily... No, no, no. Like, like, I feel much more comfortable with a a shambling, dim-witted zombie who's like a limb might fall off. You can pretend to be one of them. I'm much more comfortable with that. But if you introduce the not only Preach on. This is my... but, But... Fit, lean, <laughs> that keen sense of hearing and smell. You they could, don't you, miss but, a trick. Like you can't zombies. mix in with a zombie, but a little mud, a little like Schwarzenegger from Predator. Like no, there's nothing. Like, there's eh, nothing. And by the way, don't change a tire when you're on your way to, uh, out of the city underneath bridge. Please don't do it. Yeah, but thanks to Shaun of the Dead, they brought back a more shambling zombie, which I feel right. very good about. Walking Dead splits the diff. And the there there, and there's always a shoulder up guy. Yeah, <laughs> shoulder up guy. That, that's in homage to Thriller. Just 
Yeah. Always one guy. And sure. isn't it amazing how old-timey some of those zombies are? A lot of, a lot of petticoats and skirts and overalls. I don't know what year it is in, 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 where they are in Atlanta. They were, they were at a cantillion. And lots of white folks. And it's Atlanta, by the way, P.S. Yes. A lot of white folks. It's a commentary. Maybe there's a, except for Michonne, I thought maybe there, and then there's a, a, hand, a couple of, African Americans who have who have who have exited fairly quickly, mm-hmm. but there are some now who may or may not stick around. But how come only Carl's hair has grown? What's going on? <laughs> why are we Carl, why are we cutting our hair? Why are why why is our beard yeah, at the Miami Device? Where is I think Darryl, Norman Reedus getting the gel to, to get it forward? Yeah, Daryl's the secret barber. No one knows about. He's like, let me make your hair cool. Come but why? Because Daryl always looks. Why cool. why didn't they just just let it? Obviously, you're gonna want to let it grow in the beard, and it. All the, we'd all be beardy, and right. Yeah, right. And and uh, and the legs, Magna, shorn. I mean, smooth as silk. <laughs> Underarms, clear. Because uh, they're obviously going for realism in their zombie show. Well, they well, <laughs> they do make pharmacy runs, but I, I feel like sure. I, I feel like uh, the hair being short doesn't make sense to me. I know Shane, who also got a bad rap. I actually di- wasn't thrilled to see him go. A little bit different in the comic, by the way. He, like, ended at the... I'm sorry, spoilering? Anyone? Um, he dies at the first five issues. So He was in on it with Cicero, who pretended he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Cicero, mm. squirrely. And I'm talking about mm. Marcus Tullius, not Quintus Tullius. Common mistake. Cicero would badmouth Caesar all the time. Yeah, fuel the fire, fuel the and fire, then and then he was mysteriously out of town. And then they go after Cinna, but it's not Cinna. They go after Cinna the poet, and they kill him, and they don't mean to kill Cinna the poet. They fucking globe people. I'm not screwing around. I have a degree. Janine Garofalo, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm you. so glad. We have some people performing music. We'd like to stay in here. Sorry. Oh, we have a present for Janine. Sorry, sorry, yes. These are quickly, quickly. I actually don't have to do it on stage if you need... No, you're pressed for time. No, I'm saying, I'm saying quickly. No, we want to see. I, the open. shape of this, I know what it is. The shape of it, it feels like a coffin. It might be. <laughs> it's a voodoo doll I got in New Orleans. In New Orleans. I never used its powers though, and I figure you have somebody. Oh! It's got the pins are all in. Nobody, I never used it. And I oh, found it when thank I. Thank you. So I'm figuring you have somebody. You know, you might. Why do use. Why do I get two? It feels unfair. Everybody got two. Oh, okay. I'm kept sorry. It, I kept it fair, but you're from Jersey, and this is what my wife called the winner. Is is this the Bon Jovi? Wait. Bon Jovi is to Springsteen as Hydrox is to the Oreos. Look at that <laughs> <laughs> Nice guys, at football team nice, but really not. <laughs> I thought it was the win. I- no? Delightful. <laughs> thank you, you Janine, guys. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank, you. thank you for coming. Oh my God. Janine Bravo, what the fuck? He's going to be on Bravo. All right, um... We're going to get off stage. We're going to bring out... Uh, Chris is going to play a tune, or Laura. I don't know how they, they flipped a the coin. They're going to play a tune each, and then um, I'm going to hurl T-shirts at you if you want some. Cool? Thank you guys very much for celebrating the 100th episode of Going Off Track. We didn't think we'd do 10. And look, there's a whole lot of fucking people here. Thank you very much for joining us. Bring on the tunes, Laura Stevenson. Play the song. Okay. It's happening. Now that you all know about everything... Me pooping and everything, I'll play for you. Okay, here we go.
Missed you back teeth to ground me And I barely slept this week But you're lovely in the morning All reminding me why I should be sorry Say I love your brain But I hate it when it pushes me away Well it's been down and now You're finally finding out That I'm not supposed to get better But I said I won't be quite like this forever Cause I'm a liar and a thief This is a new song that means anything to anyone. I go for drinks. On these streets They take what they want And then they let me free I used to be a sensible man From New York City to San Fran I write about the visions I see While you do penance for the Lord Down on your knees That stuff is gonna kill you But it probably won't tonight So I sit back and you get high I play the guitar as you sing your songs to me Seven hours awake 
and seventeen asleep. You used to be a confident girl before I came into your world. I write about the visions I see while you do penance for the Lord down on your knees. That stuff is gonna kill you, but it probably won't tonight. So I sit back and you get high, camouflaged by pretty faces, dying cells in flooded basements. No one really knows where we are. So let's make a run for it. Swim back up to the surface. I'm terrified of leaving you alone. For the Lord down on your knees. That stuff is gonna kill you, but it probably won't tonight. So I sit back and you get high. That stuff is gonna kill you, but it probably won't tonight. So I sit back as you get high. Thank you. That's how you get a cord out. You kick it. Uh, come on out here, dudes. Uh, 100 damn episodes. We're very excited. We have um, a lot more to do. I want to thank these awesome dudes. Brad Gooba making sounds awesome. Jonah, who not only uh, brings every guest to the podcast, is one of the best writers I've ever met and one of my best friends in the world. Thank you. Um, Mike Kanjemi, when he's there, it's the most special time because when all four of us get in a room, I think it's a lot more fun. Thank and you ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Smith. Thank you very much. Let's not forget him. Uh, I, sh- I show up. Um, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we're, we have to sneak out because they have a dance party in a second, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I got a box of shirts and stickers and pins and stuff, and I said, Jonah, what should we do? And he said, fucking give them away. So that's what we're going to do. I hope you're all... Double XL, because that's what we have. <laughs> Drink so, a lot. So get ready to wear a dress and pin it on. All right. Thank you very much. Going off track, we got a hundred more. Thank you.